New car sales in Australia. It's pretty grim, isn't it? And getting ever more number two-like by the minute, seemingly. According to official Australian car industry rhetoric, at least, the results for April just in, short version there, car industry still paying the price for kneeing computer chip manufacturers so firmly in the nuts on price. And also not seeing the pandemic even when it hit a couple of years ago. But is it really as bad as all of that official biarching and moaning suggests? I'm John Cadogan from AutoExpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. For buyers here in Australia. Website for that. <coughs> BSV. Or you can just... Click the card that's, I don't know, somewhere up there now, dude, despite all of these challenges. The bullshit factory in Kingston, otherwise known as the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries, Toyota's de facto PR agency in, <coughs> bruh, headed up by T-Dub and the uh, Spice Girls recently said a total of 81,065 vehicles were sold in April, bringing the year-to-date total to 343,501. This result represents a decrease of 12.2% on the same month in 2021. FFS, you dudes have short memories, don't you? April last year was a record. 92,000 vehicles and change. Yippee-ki-yay, mother lover. 2020 was a bit of a barry, however. 38,926 cars. Apparently there was a newborn pandemic back then. But 2019 was kind of okay if you step back one more year. 75,550 for April of 2019. And just for completeness, because the numbers do matter and so does the context, April of 2018... 82,930, and April of 2017, 83,130 friggin' five. So, as I see it, the real headline here is, April 2022, new car sales recover to pre-pandemic levels. Yes, let's all grab a case of Verve Clicquot, repair to the prayer room and Kind of comfy. But not, uh, not T-Dub. He's up there on stage with Ginger, Sporty, Posh, Scary and Baby every night wearing new tights, every show. That's in his contract. And instead of busting out something kind of funny, they're singing the soulful ballad of new car sales not being able to get it up anymore. The poignant hymn of... The missing automotive stiffy. <sighs> the only difference today is customers have been waiting a hell of a lot longer to get those cars that were only just delivered. Deliveries are line ball with 2017, 2018 and 2019 and 2021 was a boom following a bust in 2020. It's just that Customers are waiting three to 12 months, typically, to get a car delivered, sometimes even more. 
because the car industry fucked up monumentally on forward planning and on its negotiations with chip manufacturers. The details matter. Automotive manufacturers continue to suffer from a shortage of microprocessor units, which is impacting their ability to ramp up production to pre-pandemic levels. Nah, dude, production is kind of fine at the moment. It's the backlog of orders that are the problem. There's a queue, and it's three to 12 months long of waiting customers. That's bad. Production needs to ramp to historic heights to shorten the queue, obviously. Otherwise, a proportion of those in it are going to say, in the manner of good old RC tradition, fuck you. Deliveries are already back to pre-pandemic levels, dude. Still, I'd rate that as a nice try, that press release. Attempting to paint your members, even the non-Toyota ones, as innocent victims here, when in fact they shot themselves in the dicks nicely with poor trigger discipline over chips. Now, salient highlights from the most recent sales figures, which other alleged motoring journalism websites won't tell you, because... Trying too hard to be mates with the industry they report on for the frequent flyer points, gotta get that platinum rating back, and of course the advertising revenue for the publisher. Wouldn't want to stand between the publisher and the car company on that one, holding up the truth for the audience like Jesus. Among the top 10 selling vehicles this month, you will note... Toyota Hilux, Ford Ranger, Isuzu D-Max, Mitsubishi Triton, and new shitbox Land Cruiser. Yes. The jury is in on this, and the verdict is filthy. The numbers don't lie, dude. And the unpalatable truth here is that the median Australian new car buyer gives not a single fuck about environmental issues, climate issues, whatever. He, she, or it might claim virtuously that he, she, or it does in fact give a crap about that stuff, but in the domain of actions, speaking louder than words, the one where money talks and bullshit walks, median car buying Straya is very happy to buy a big heavy CO2 belching shitter in favour of more climate compatible transportation. And car makers are overjoyed to sell such environmentally unfriendly vehicles to them. The marketers of cars really only ever suck on the environment's teat when they have to, i.e. on pages pertaining to their hybrids and their EVs. 13 points out of a possible 10 for bullshit green appeasement in that domain. This is an especially bipolar disorder on the part of Toyota, with the fraction of green utopia pages for its hybrids easily eclipsed by those devoted to its armada of, let's call them, uh, epic-arsed SUV and 4x4 shit heaps. Well done. The fact remains that the car business is at war with the environment business. Like, dude, it just is. The best we can hope for, ultimately, is a treaty with ongoing tension forevermore at the DMZ. Now, in the uplifting domain of the shit price promise, 
Price fixing by any other name, thanks to a loophole abetted by the ACCC's terrible narcolepsy, resistant seemingly to every known cure. I'm looking at you, Three Prong and also Honda. With all the respect due to businesses offering their customers the rock-solid certainty that you will pay the shittest possible price for a three-prong or a Honda henceforth. What a relief. When you think about it, that's confidence. Honda sales down about 40% for the month of April and also for the year to date. Honda has suffered a self-inflicted sales freefall with progressive declines for four years now at this point from almost 15,000 sales for April, year-to-date 2019, dropping to just over 5,000 for the same period this year. Well done, Honda dudes. In fact, they just killed the lardy-assed ageing odyssey quietly in Australia, it seems. Certainly that vehicle is no longer offered on the Honda website. Kia must be thrilled about that, or I guess they would be if they could just get off their asses and build a few carnivals, you know, just for shits and giggles, for old times' sake, whatever. To put Honda in perspective, Toyota Corolla, 7,239 sales so far this year. Hyundai i30, 7,924. But the 47,000 buck shit price promise Honda Civic 263 sales so far this year. Go Honda go, sung T-Dub and of course the Spice Girls encouragingly in their fresh spandex from their ringside seats watching the game. Things are looking somewhat better, I have to say, for my... (coughs) Very good friends at Three Prong Headquarters. Satan's official car maker in hell is only down 20% so far this year. That's 20% less than neutral buoyancy year on year, let's not forget. Down here in the turd mine, that matters. But it would be even more terrible for senior Three Prong Australia bigwigs were they to ungoldfish themselves and look back as far as April 2017 when they had sold more than 12,000 cars for the year to date versus just over 8,000 for the same period this year. Ultimately, that's 30% fewer customers to mistreat endlessly into the future. Nobody wants that. Back then, of course, They were selling roughly 50% more shitboxes than BMW, their arch-rivals. But this year, the margin has shrunk to just 16%. And there's nothing a Stuttgartian hates more than a Bavarian coming up on him insidiously from the rear. That's how they do it. The corporate world. So unforgiving. Finally now... To China. You are buying a car from a country which promises to destroy us every second day. That insightful contribution aisle from one of you with the ominous fake name, Retired.
most probably a boomer with too much spare time. Bad combination. But of course, I could be wrong. Possibly he's Mr. Potato Head's dad. And look, if you don't vote ScoMo back in in a few days, P-Dutt is never going to get the war he always wanted, which we cannot hope to win against the manufacturer of, statistically, everything. To retired, I would respectfully retort. Dear twat, if you remove everything made in China from your idyllic life here in the best damn country immediately west of New Zealand, you'd find yourself sitting on a rock in busted-ass cattle scrub, i.e. most of Australia, and you'd most probably be nude. I know I speak for the entire human race when I say we have categorically no desire to see you in this confrontingly exposed state deprived of essential Chineseium. Like, dude, how do you even propose we start to get the wrinkles out? Thank you very much for watching and taking the time to comment. Your contribution to the show is, as ever, Greatly appreciated. Now, piss right off. There's a good chap. Sincerely, me. That's about right. In other words, terrifyingly enough, Chinese-owned MG is suddenly a top 10 car retailer here in Australia. Somebody get me the number of that bus because I wasn't expecting that. Essentially... Right now, if you're not Toyota, Mazda, Mitsubishi, Kia, Hyundai, or Ford, MG is on top of you. Having tried all the possible positions in life and commercially, I can tell you with my hand on my vegetables that on top is definitely where you want to be most days. Just four years ago, dude, year to date, April 2018, MG had sold count them, 432 cars here in Shitsville, ranking it, I guess, above automotive nobodies, including Maserati, Fiat and Alfa Romeo, but not above too many others, okay? But the same period this year, 16,040 cars. That's, let's call it, 4,000% growth. Was there not a pandemic betwixt those two results? Like, dude, T-Dub and the Spice Girls keep moaning on and on endlessly about something like that having had happened. According to them, for car makers, this has all been like Moses and the friggin' frogs back in Egypt in the olden days. Good times. Gotta say, those Old Testament plagues... They really were the best. They make COVID look like a friggin' sideshow, that's for sure. All I can say is, MG must have the secret automotive pandemic proofing source, which has got to be, I don't know, hoisin, perhaps oyster. 
Maybe it's a little shandy, a bit of a cheeky one with some sour rice wine. We'll probably never know. But it seems to me that MG is more or less poised to do to the current market leaders exactly what Hyundai and Kia did to the Japanese car makers in terms of fracturing their market share. But while it took the South Koreans about three decades fully to insert their barbed wire and kimchi enema into the anus of commercial automotive convention, it seems to me that MG is on track to repeat all of this hilarity only over about five years.